and welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, <laughs> Halloween. This is why we come back to it each and every year, to give you uh, some easy tips and let you know what's going on in the greater Moncton area. Mm-hmm. Because I have to say, Halloween has to be one of my, if not my, most favorite of like the holidays. Really? Yeah. I've Over been... Christmas? Yeah. In Break a that down ways. for me. No. <laughs> because, because so many people end up putting so much stress on themselves and their family and feeling like they're torn between like we need to see this family and that family and do this mm -hmm. and you know all the the weight of all like the presents and who brings presents and what kind of presents are we getting this year like there's so much stress you can put on yourself around christmas whereas halloween you can slap on a witch's hat and grab a bag and go out the door mm -hmm. and have a great time. This is true. Like you yep. can go all out and you can, you know, you can still stress about it if that's your personality type, but you don't have to. That's right. Very good point. There's no family visiting. No, yeah. Yeah. no, it's very low key in that sense, and it and it can still be something that's very accessible and very affordable. That it doesn't stand out when people don't have the same access to funding as other people, right? Yep, like, yep. you know, when you have Christmas gifts, Easter even now with all the gifts people do at Easter, mm -hmm. there's a cost value to that that's very obvious when kids start talking to each other. But if your kids start talking to each other about who got more candy, it has nothing to do with your personal finances and what candy you had at the house. You're going around to the neighbors. And so, yeah, sure, you might feel like you need to have a lot to give out, but you also can just put a sign up that you're out trick-or-treating and you can't hand out candy this year and no one knows why you chose to do that. It, mm -hmm. it can be very just equalizing in a lot of ways, I think. That's true. Or you can just buy a certain amount, put it in the bucket on the front step and that's it. That's all you've had. Once it's gone, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I've always loved two big things about Halloween. One, is the sense of creativity, right? Like if you want to get into it, you can go all out at Halloween and just absolutely dive in, which of course I generally love to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's more about that importance of letting your kids know that it's okay to still dress up and be creative and think differently. And especially as they get like from those little toddler years when like dress up is just, at least in our house and most of the kids I know, that's just part of life. Oh yeah. Right? Like that's mm -hmm. just when you're a kid, imagination is everything. And then you hit those like school years and it starts to really kind of disappear. And you know, all the things that happen in life, I think kind of start to tone that down in most of us. And Halloween is that chance to be like, no, 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 give it your all. No one is going to judge you for just going for what you want in whatever that means. And I think that's so powerful and something that we need to try to do more than once a year. Okay. So I, I love that aspect of it. <laughs> and then that idea of walking through your own neighborhood, of going door to door, of families being out in the street together, kids running around and playing, it's such a sense of community that is not associated in the same way with those other holidays, mm -hmm. right? You don't necessarily have that same kind of everyone's out together doing something vibe at, you know, 
Christmas or Easter, those kind of things, that doesn't happen at that neighborhood level. And so I think that idea of, you know, having your kids and yourself going out door to door, talking to your neighbors, being out in the community is something that we really need to treasure and celebrate and find a way to do more of somehow. Okay. I am on board with everything that you have to say because it's not something like it's not the way I thought about it before, the, the less pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I agree. That's fantastic. You and I also live in the country, so we have no pressure of buying sweets either. No, which... my, my pressure comes from the trying not to eat the few that we ended up buying so far this year. I haven't. I haven't yet. Fingers are crossed. I, what do you want to start with talking about? Because I did want to mm. ask you about your kids' Halloween costumes. I know last mm. year, was last year or the year before kind of the first time that you guys didn't do a family group con? Yeah, con- last year was really the first year that we didn't do the family and it was it was hard. Mm-hmm. I will put it out there that as, as mom who likes to do this, it was hard just to step back and be like, no, no, I'm not going to force a family costume on my kids if that's not what they're into. As soon as they were able to say they didn't want to do it, we stopped doing it. Okay. Um, we did go to a Halloween party already this season wow. and it was costume party. Uh, and <laughs> so the kids each kind of just put together a costume from what we had in the house plus one accessory they were allowed to buy. And then the boys bought matching masks. Okay. And Clara bought these beautiful horns. Oh my goodness, it's a fantastic headband. The kind of matches theirs, but not exactly. Okay. And then Alex and I, my husband and I, we dressed up as like a couple's costume. And it was really quite fun because it was a one of those like last minute, how cheap can I pull this off and <laughs> put together something? And we went as Pam Beasley and Jim Halpert from The Office at Halloween. Okay. (laughs) So if you're an Office fan, you will remember that Jim Jim Halpert, his character is not into dressing up for Halloween at all. He's his, you know, salesman. And this one day he puts three black dots on his shirt to be a piece of loose leaf, right? A piece of paper because they work at a paper company in the show. So I was like, okay, black paper, we've got that. Mm-hmm. My husband wears a suit all the time. He actually had to like dress down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> His hair's not shaggy anymore, but you know, it was, it was close enough. Yeah. And in that episode, Pam Beasley goes as a black cat. So I was like, oh, I have black tights, black skirt, black shirt, uh, black nose paint. And so I ended up buying cat ears and a tail at the dollar store. Amazing. So for under $5, we had our group costume between the two of us. And our children over the past little while have rewatched with us, watched for the first time for them, but rewatched for like the third time for us, the series of The Office. So I was sure going to this party that it was just going to be like, it was going to be hit that our friends were going to get it because they would watch the show and that our kids were going to get it because they had watched the show. We do the big reveal at home. We come out with the costumes on. And my daughter just kind of looks at us. And Rory kind of, you know, nods and walks away. And Alistair just about died laughing at us. He <laughs> got it the second he saw it. And he laughed and he held, like, exactly the reaction you want nice. from someone when you have that, like, oh, I've got this killer costume. And Clara didn't really get it, which I thought was like, we thought for sure she was the one who was going to be all in. And then the whole drive into the party, 
they talked about how we could have done oh, no. a family costume <laughs> as characters from The Office. So the whole, like, all the Mortons doing a family costume thing might come back okay. into play next year. I can see so a little I'm Dwight like, going on there. Oh, we, we, yeah. had a, we had a big discussion over who would get to be Dwight. <laughs> we mm -hmm. do it. Who gets to be Angela? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm hopeful that the family costume is going to make a bit of a comeback. And one of the nice things, though, about living in a place like the Greater Moncton area where there are a ton of events happening is that you can do both those things. You can do a group costume and still have an opportunity to do something else mm -hmm. if people don't necessarily, like if people are kind of torn between, well, I kind of want to be this for Halloween, but oh, I kind of like the idea of doing a group thing. There's lots of opportunities to do both. That's no true. one says you have to wear the same costume. We've done multiple family <laughs> costumes in the same year. <laughs> Just break them out, do it like one each and every week. And then of exactly. course, if you're going to dress up for work, yes. you've got that. Our school, just for the first mm -hmm. time this year, said that, their kid, that the kids could wear costumes, so my kids are super pumped mm -hmm. about that. Um, so yeah. then it turned into like me having to get costumes that um, would actually fit them and not fit over snowsuits. <laughs> that, that does get to be the tricky thing, mm -hmm. but again, that's kind of the fun thing. If you don't put that pressure on yourself, that every costume has to be a store-bought oh, $80 no. ensemble, mm -hmm. you can piece together things and, and, yeah, just have fun with it. Because, yeah, if you're going out trick-or-treating on the east coast of Canada, you need to be prepared for it to be 20 degrees or minus 5 and yep. snowing. Or Either raining. way. Or, or raining. Definitely yeah. raining. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, there are a whole lot of events that are going on in our area. Like you said, there's so much fun. So yes. what, do you, what do you got there? You've got your phone. I do have my phone out because this entire list is on PicklePlanet.com. It's the first thing when you go to the website up until we get through Halloween season. So there's one post there that has links to everything I'm going to talk about as well as um, past episodes we've done about decorating, mm -hmm. links to some fun, funky treat ideas, and a list of some of the houses around that get really decked yes. out and decorated. Because there are a few that are just, they're becoming traditions for families, like must see, you have to go see what they've done this year. And yeah, so all of that's on the website if you're looking for more details about anything we're going to talk about now. Um, first big one that is back full force and I think pretty much everyone who's lived in this area knows about is Boo at the Zoo. Oh yes! Boo at the Zoo is, I, I don't actually know how many years it's going on now. I feel like this might be an anniversary year for them but I could be wrong on that. But the Friends of the Zoo put on these amazing displays throughout the zoo property mm -hmm. and they do it for two full weekends so you have lots of opportunity that you can go and they do it by scare level, right? So it's perfect if you've got little ones mm -hmm. because there are lots of areas that the scary stuff is kind of tucked away. Like you have to oh, choose yeah. to go into a building to get where the scary stuff is. And the less scary stuff is very out there in the open. You wander around, you get to go through and see it. Most of the animals are still out mm -hmm. and active this time of year. So it's super fun. And yes, most families get totally dressed up to go do this, oh, which absolutely. is my favorite part about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the animals are great, are great and all, but mm -hmm. yeah, seeing so many people out in costumes is always a lot of fun. And you can buy your tickets online in advance now, which didn't used to be the case. And I can remember years ago, like you'd go and there'd be huge lineups waiting to get in. So it's a, it's a little bit easier to navigate in that sense than it has been in the past, but still just as amazing and fun. Yeah, we love Boot Zoo. And like you said, it's for all ages. You mm -hmm. absolutely do not 
have to go just because you have kids. There's lots of adults that leave oh my the kids goodness. at home yeah. and go do the scary things together. I think there are very few Halloween events that I would say you have to have kids with you to yeah. really go to them. Yeah. There, there is a new one this year um, for families with little kids. Oh yeah. Uh, so Mummy Connections is a, a new company that's operating here in the Moncton area, and they do like parent and me kind of programming. And they are having a Halloween bash this year that's specifically designed for like little, little ones. So the whole family's invited, but it's geared toward toddlers and you know, you can get your picture taken and there's some treats that'll be very, very kid friendly, toddler friendly, not just like, oh, we didn't put peanuts in these things. But right, very, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that event that they're doing is on the 30th of October as well, which is one of the later ones. So it's, it's kind of fun in that sense too. Um, of course, another tradition, especially wonderful for those of us who like to dress up, <laughs> Monster Trot. Ah, uh, yes. Monster Trot is back for its 10th year at the Moncton Coliseum. And we did talk about that mm -hmm. uh, earlier already on the show when we had Andrew in from Atlantic Wellness because it is their big fundraiser and uh, a big awareness opportunity for them as well. And just, oh, I love, again, it's that sense of community mm -hmm. around Monster Trot that really draws me in. Right, you see all these businesses that come and set up the booths and help with the booths and donate the candy. And if you're looking for a really cool trick-or-treat experience for your kids, that's the one to go to because you do go from station to station and you trick-or-treat and you get a massive bag full of candy. Mm -hmm. it's true. Now, there is a $10 admission fee, but that money goes directly to Atlantic Wellness because like I said, individuals and organizations in the community donate the candy for this. So while there is a $10 fee per kid who's trick-or-treating, you're gonna get ten, more than $10 worth of candy. Absolutely. And the $10 is going to a really good cause. Yeah. So a lot of, because a lot of the Halloween events that happen are fantastic for you to walk through and experience, but they're not trick-or-treating experiences yes. yeah. per se. Although there are, I think we're up to almost half a dozen different trunk or treat events happening this year, which is really neat to see. It's, uh, they're all, so far the ones that I've come across are all associated with churches in the right. area. Mm -hmm. And most of them are happening on the 29th or the 30th of October. I know some people really wish there was something on the 31st that was a trunk or treat type event. Okay. I have not come across such a thing yet. If I do, it'll be in that post. And if someone has organized one, please let us know. But. Um, there are, yeah, it's almost up to about half a dozen of those happening Jeez, on that wow. weekend. And those are really neat events as well because, again, people, it's in a parking lot, you line up, your trunk opens, people will decorate their trunks, mm -hmm. and you go from vehicle to vehicle collecting candy. So those are, those are kind of neat. And something that is really popular in a lot of other areas that's slowly showing up around here. I mean, anything you can do to keep things, especially if your kids are really little, and you're not quite sure how much they can handle just yet. Like the first couple of years, my mm -hmm. kids could only do a street. Oh yeah. And even still, they're 10 and almost eight, and I'm lucky if I get a full block out of them, and they're yeah. like, this is enough, thank yeah. you very much. Which for me as a kid, no, I'd be gone for hours. <laughs> but did you really go that much further? Like, no, we, probably we think not. Of it, right? Like yeah. when we think back as a kid, like, oh, we'd be gone forever and we get so much. And I think about the time right now and I'm like, no, no, we probably weren't gone probably all not. that much longer <laughs> and probably didn't go that much further than our kids do. We just 
think we did because like we it. were kids. Yeah. And the up and down, and up and down, and your yeah. parents stopping and talking to everybody, and yeah. Exactly, yeah, mm -hmm. it is, it's an experience. It it's, is. It's fantastic. Um, so another thing, if you've got little ones and you're looking for something that's got a little bit of a spooky vibe, but not a scary vibe, the Pumpkin Walk in Salisbury is back. So they did this last year and it was just fantastic and I'm so excited that it's coming back. So it's the Friday night, so the 28th of October, um, and for about one hour on Friday night, Highland Park in Salisbury will have lit up jack-o'-lanterns all through the park. Wow. And so you come and you just kind of, there'll be a little treat station, but it's not a trick-or-treating type experience. You just, you walk through the top part, so not down you know, in the, the longer loop, but just in the top part where the playground stuff is, there's lanterns and cool. jack-o'-lanterns that people in the community have carved. All the, all the classes at the elementary school each carve a pumpkin, and so the kids who go there, like mine, want to go see their class pumpkin and mm -hmm. show you the pumpkin that they helped create. And it's just, it was such a fun event last year. We're really excited that it's coming. And there was like music and people in costumes. It, it was a lot of fun. That's neat. I like yeah. that. And such a, a community effort is really cool. I love when small communities come together and do stuff like that. Speaking of that, Irish Town Community Center is going all out this year and I am loving it. Now, I don't, I'm, obviously I haven't seen it in person yet what they're doing, but what they've described that they're planning for the weekend before Halloween at Irishtown Community Centre is just fantastic. They've got a haunted house and a haunted trail, and you can let them know as you're about to go in what kind of level of scariness you okay. want. So if you don't want it to be a scary experience, I think you just kind of walk through and there's probably a section that you don't go to, maybe. I'm just guessing. I don't know that for a <laughs> fact. Don't quote me. Uh, <laughs> You'll soon find out. <laughs> but then there is the more haunted section that and a scarier experience that you can request. So you can get to do that. And on the, the they're doing that Friday and Saturday. And also on the weekend, they have a breakfast at the hall and then they have movies showing Hocus Pocus 2. Sweet. They've got a whole series of community events that are happening that are open to you know anyone in the community so I'm just I'm super excited to to see that take off this year and hope it does really well for them because it sounds like it'd be a really great event to grow there um, and if you are looking for a scary experience uh, <laughs> some people are into that some people are not, not me uh, there's two in particular that come to mind one would be the um, I believe they call it the Forbidden Forest out at Farmer Brown's. Oh yes. Yeah, we got a sneak peek of that during the daytime In the last daylight, year. Yes. And that was that was enough. So if you're <laughs> looking for that like something to jump out of the woods and scare you opportunity, you want to check out Farmer Brown's. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for something a little bit perhaps lower key, but I'm not really sure. Um, again, in Salisbury on the Thursday night. The high school class, the grad class, uh, traditionally had done what they call a ghost walk as a fundraiser, and they will take over part of the school and decorate it and have everyone come walk through. And they always pride themselves on trying to really scare people. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so it's not somewhere you want to take the little ones. Right, yes. <laughs> but if you're looking for that scary kind of experience, you can support the grad class out in Salisbury. And uh, that's on the Thursday night. It's $3 for an adult to walk through, $2 for a student to walk through, and then $1 if you want to do it again. And in the past, I know that was kind of like where the bulk of the fundraising came from was everyone who just kept going through oh, and going really? through and going through because oh, awesome. they loved getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I will send them some money to not make me go through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I 
I didn't look before we started recording to see how many seats are left, but if you're looking for something a little bit different, Dracula, the original movie, the 1931 classic, will be playing at the Capitol Theater with Symphony New Brunswick providing like the music. No. Yes. Whoa. They're doing two showings, and so that's happening on the 30th, on Sunday. And yeah, it was 2 o'clock and 7.30. And when I looked originally, I was shocked at how many seats were already taken. Wow. Um, one of the best things about that event as well, not only is that just super cool in so many ways, mm -hmm. it's one of their pay-what-you-can events. Nice. So again, it's very accessible and, you know, yeah, if, you've, if you have, you know, a little bit of wiggle room in your pocketbook and you support what they're doing, you can pay what you think that's worth. And if you're on a tight budget and want something really cool to do, there you go. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that one, I'm, uh, I'm hoping I might be able to sneak in to see one of them. We'll see how that goes. But I think it would just be, I mean, just that theater in general to watch an actual movie there. And then to have the symphony there, like the, oh man, yeah. I gotta tell you, the Capitol coming back after the pandemic is really stepping up their game. Oh my goodness, it's just like a constant stream of events. Yes. It's amazing, and the quality, every performance is just out of this world. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that is coming back that I don't think had happened the last couple of years is the Ghouls and Ghosts public skate. Ooh. So that's at Riverview on Sunday afternoon. So it's a free public skate and you're encouraged to dress up. And that's uh, it's always very fun to imagine, you know, all the little <laughs> Halloween costumes skating yeah. around the rink. <laughs> and I know in the past it had been a really popular event that I I don't think we've seen the last few years, so I'm really excited to see that one come back too. Excellent. Yeah, that does sound like a good time. And I honestly, I don't think public skating in Riverview has been back. Um, so there was times that you could rent half the rink yeah, for you and, and your party, but yeah, la that like. Two winters ago, there was only private rentals. Yeah. Last winter, there was some public skating, niches, but it was yeah. still a bit not quite the norm. Mm. Um, this year, pretty much everyone's back to similar to what they were doing years ago. And in fact, if you want to find a list of all the public skating times for Riverview, Moncton, Dieppe, Petakodiak, Salisbury, Salisbury only has an outdoor rink. Um, Gotta wait Shediac, for that. <laughs> Memram Cook. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are plants. <laughs> um, but all of kind of those surrounding areas, uh, pretty much everyone's public skating started uh, Thanksgiving, like after mm -hmm. Thanksgiving weekend, except Riverviews. Riverviews was delayed and is starting with the Ghost and Ghouls cool. skate, really. Um, but all those public skating schedules are on Pickle Planet as well. There's one post that has all the public Look skating. Look at you. And it's broken down by day of the week, and it's also broken down uh, with the pricing. So there are some that are free and some that are paid. Have you ever found somebody that's good at their job? <laughs> this one. I'm not sure that's something I would have ever thought to, I mean, I, you know, I don't run your website, but I, that's not something I would have ever thought of. So I, yeah. I commend you for that. And I'm sure a lot of parents do as well. We have to wrap it up. So again, tell people where to find your amazing list because I'm sure we only touched the tip of it. We did. So pickleplanetmoncton.com. You will find details on everything we talked about and more. And I will give a shout out too. I'm going to go back in the post and add a link. So by the time you watch, listen to this, you should be able to find it. Um, if you like to travel and do funky things for Halloween, Fredericton. Ah. Oh my goodness. So many things. One of our past guests who we had on to talk about tourism, Fredericton, reached <laughs> out to say, hey, I saw your post about all the Halloween stuff. Here's a list of all the Halloween stuff in Fredericton. Cool. And it's massive. 
immersive. So if you're the type who wants to kind of like go and check things out somewhere else, Fredericton, tons of stuff, and I gotta give a shout out to Miramichi uh, because if people know how to do Halloween themed events, it's Miramichi first. I like Miramichi a yeah. lot. Not just because it's the Irish capital. <laughs> but man, they're doing great things there too. We show on this road again. Yeah, we take do. This show on the road again. But there this we time we'll actually physically <laughs> actually, go on yeah. the road and <laughs> instead of doing Zoom. We'll just go check out all the cool places. Anywho, that's for a different time. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching and we'll be back next week. See you then.